Oops, sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Hi, what's new with you? I wasn't paying attention either. Sorry, not much new with me. What's new with you? I'm on, a, I'm on my way to our church's Christmas program. Hey, do you want to come along? The church is just around the corner. It'll be great. Come on, you'll really like it. It's always a great program. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of busy. Anyways, if you ask me, it sounds like a bore. I've heard the Christmas story before. Mary, Joseph... The baby, shepherds, angels, wise men. It's kind of like watching a TV rerun. And besides, what in the world does any of that have to do with today? After all, all that stuff happened over 2,000 years ago. Things change, you know. You might be surprised. In the Bible, there is a verse that says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. I think you might just learn a thing or two from that old, old story. Come on, come from the church. Let's go to the program. When it's over, we'll get a milkshake. Oh, all right, but if this is as boring as a TV rerun, you're buying the shake, and I like chocolate. Don't worry. Let's go. Well, evidently I was a little early on my cue, uh, getting up here a little, a little soon. You can tell I'm the only one that didn't practice this evening, but uh, we are super excited that you're here with us uh, this evening. Uh, we want to welcome you to Westside. I'm Mike Elrod. I preach here at the, this church, and uh, we are just really glad that all of you are here. Um, we are going to uh, uh, get started here pretty quick, but I just want to let you know a couple of things uh, about tonight. Uh, when we're finished in here, we're going to hopefully encourage you to move into the fellowship hall with us. Uh, we have a lot of goodies, cookies, and, and uh, drinks and things uh, to share with one another. And, and maybe you get an opportunity to just talk to one of the kids that are performing tonight and, you know, wish them well. Uh, but uh, we would like to invite you to that. Uh, and we have a program. Thank you to Jane Rook uh, for putting this out for us. But it kind of lists everybody that will be involved in our, our play uh, this evening. And so you can go through that. And just a whole lot of people that helped with this, with costumes and, and just a lot of behind-the-scenes things as well. Uh, let me pray, and then we will get started. Father God, thank you so much uh, for this evening. We thank you so much, Lord, for... Uh, bringing us here into this place uh, to be encouraged by these kids and their performance and just their love for you. Uh, Lord, we just pray that uh, you would help us uh, 
just see Jesus in the midst of all of this. In Jesus' name, amen. Sing with us. Oh, little town of Bethlehem, how still we see the light above thy deep and dreamless sleep. The silent stars go by, yet in the dark street. Shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. For Christ is born of Mary. And gathered all above While mortals sleep The angels keep Their watch of wandering love Oh, morning stars together Proclaim the holy It's like reading old comics. The angel is speaking. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea. 
to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests.
Those angels are praising God. People still praise the Lord today. Those little kids were pretty good. They didn't make a joyful noise. I guess that is praising the Lord. Okay, that part is the same. You bet it is. We do it all the time around here. Shh, here goes the angel again. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Wait a minute. Now tell me what the shepherds have to do with 2022. I know there are still people who raise sheep, but they don't dress like that anymore. True. We don't have shepherds like that today. But herding sheep was a very popular job back then. Today we have other jobs we do. Here come some modern-day shepherds. Huh? I don't get it. These people all have jobs that they do every day. See? There's a nurse, a businesswoman, a retired person, and a student. They have jobs just like the shepherds had sheep. But the sheep or their jobs don't have to be the most important things in their lives. Jesus wants to be number one. You mean that even though they all have work to do, Jesus still comes first for them? You mean that if God gave them a job to do, they'd leave their patience and death to serve him? Just like the shepherds left their sheep on that night? That's right. It's still the same. Love. 
I think I'm beginning to get the picture. Oh, listen, there's more. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem and Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. We three kings of Orient are bearing gifts we traverse afar, field and fountain moor and mountain following yonder star. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, Star with royal beauty bright, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to thy perfect light. Born a king on Bethlehem's plain, gold I bring to crown him again. Queen forever, ceasing never over us all to reign. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright, westward leading, still proceeding, guide us to. Thy glorious light. Glorious now, behold him arise, King and God, 
and sacrifice. Alleluia, alleluia, peals through the earth and skies. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright, westward leading still proceed, guide us to Thy perfect life. I'm sure I already know the answer to this question, but here it goes. Are there still wise men today? Yes, in a sense. There are still many gifts we can bring to Jesus, just like those kings from the east. People still bring gifts to Jesus. See, there's Jeremiah bringing a shoebox for Kara. And there is Mac. He is bringing a gift for a child at Cookson Hills Children's Home. Dylan is putting money in the offering plate. Each of these gifts are given to Jesus or given in Jesus' name. Boy, I've really learned a thing or two this evening. Even though the Christmas story first happened over 2,000 years ago, it is still alive today. Jesus is alive today. He really is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That's right. Well, should we go for that milkshake now? Looks like it's Dutch treat. You buy your own. But wait, the kids are going up on the stage again. Maybe they have another song. I want to stay and listen. All that I've learned tonight is going to make this the best Christmas yet. A very Merry Christmas. In a lowly manger, the humble 
Christ was born and God sent us salvation that blessed Christmas morn. Oh, tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere go. Tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. Singing, go, tell it on the mountain, over the hills, and everywhere go. Tell it on the mountain that Jesus Christ is born. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Wish you a Merry Christmas. Wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings we bring to you and your kin. Good tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Wish you a Merry Christmas. Wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Kiddos, you did amazing. Good job. We really appreciate that. So I'm going to give you a choice. You can either find your parents or sit here with Lori or sit down where you are. What do you want to do? I still got chicken feed in my hands. It was supposed to keep her still. I don't think it worked very good. So I have just a little something I want to share with you. And, and my question that I have this evening is, what reasons do we have for thinking that Jesus is truly God? And the reason I want to ask that is because, you know, um, he, he was different, right? I mean, he wasn't just an ordinary child coming into this world. Uh, there was something about him and what makes him unique. There's a book that I was reading some time back, and it's called Putting Jesus in His Place, The Case for the Deity of Christ. And then it was kind of neat because what he did was he just made it, you know, the, uh, what makes Jesus God in a, like an, ant- uh, an acronym. And it was HANDS, you know, H-A-N-D-S. And I'm just going to quickly go through that with you real quick. And it just, the H stood for honor, you know, because Jesus... Um, said one time, actually in Deuteronomy six thirteen, it says that we should not have any other gods uh, before us, that we should only worship the one true God. And Jesus echoed that in Matthew chapter 4 when he was talking to Satan. Satan was trying to tempt him, and there was a place there where he says, uh, and I think actually I brought it up on the overhead, but he, Satan says, all these things I will give to you if you fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, 
uh, be gone, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. And so Jesus knew that only God deserved to be worshipped. What's interesting, though, is as you read through the New Testament, people were worshipping him and he wasn't rejecting that, which indicates something really important, right? That he believed that he was God, that he wasn't just an ordinary man. Um, there was a time in Matthew chapter 14 where the, uh, uh, Jesus was walking out on the water to Peter and the others, and they were terrified at night. And, and Peter says, uh, Lord, if it's you, have me come to you. And he, he gets out and starts walks on the water, and then he starts doubting. So Peter starts sinking. Jesus pulls him up. Anyway, at the end of that story, they were terrified, and they worshipped him. And they, he didn't turn that away. And this is just something that goes on and on. Like Thomas, when he finally saw the Lord in his hands and his side, and uh, he says, Lord and my God, and he worshiped him. And so that's the first thing. And the A, so the H stands for honor, and the A stands for attributes. In other words, that Jesus had the similar attributes, or same, not similar, same attributes as God himself. Um, he was eternal. In John 1, 1 through 3, it says, well, I can't get mine to pull up, so that's, maybe they can bring it up. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Though through him all things were made, without him nothing was made that has been made. And the Bible goes on to talk about in Matthew 28 that he's all-powerful, and John 21 he's all-knowing, and Romans 8 that he's all-loving. And so here we have this person that grew up, and he had all the same attributes as God did. The N stands for names, and that in Philippians 2, 9, it says that he has been given the name that is above all names. And it tells us that he is, the names that he had was that he's the king of kings in Revelation, that Jesus was called God, he was called Lord, he was called Savior, he was called Everlasting. And he had the same names as God. He had the same deeds, which is the D. Um, and he did the same things. I mean, he created, it tells us in, back in John 1, 3, that he created all things. All things are here because of him. And the last is just that he sits on the throne of God. And so all of these things um, point out that he was something super unique. So in conclusion, I just want to say this, that this is an amazing story. It's an ancient story. It's a story that has been passed down for thousands and thousands of years, and here we are gathering together, watching these kids reenact this story. But it is more than just a story, right? It is God himself, the one who created everything that we've ever seen all around us, he decided to become in human flesh and come into this world. And that's why we say he's the incarnate. He is God in the flesh. He is literally God coming into this world. Why? So that he could rescue us. He came to, to die for us so that he could save us. He, he came to offer himself so he, we could be changed. And the Bible tells us that, that uh, once we were lost but now we were found. It tells us that 
the old has been gone, but the new has come. In other words, when we are baptized into Jesus, we are born again. And so this is more than just a holiday. It's an offering and an opportunity is what it is. It's God giving us an offering, like offering up Jesus and giving us an opportunity to accept this offering. And the thing is, is when we accept the offering that God has given us, we accept this Jesus in the flesh, this God in the flesh, then there's responsibility that comes along. And I think that that really what I see that the play was about, right? Because once we have this responsibility, people just start figuring out ways that they can use whatever they're doing in life to bring a gift to the, to the Jesus, uh, the child, the Christ child. And so whatever we do in life, we're just trying to honor him. We're trying to let everybody know that he is more than just a person. He is God. And I worship him in every way I can and everything I do with my life. And so it becomes proof, right, as they were talking about all of these, these kids that were, were uh, reenacting just everyday jobs, we're, we're sharing proof that what we believe is that Jesus is God and that he came to rescue us and save us. Let me pray, and uh, then we are going to, uh, I don't know, do we have a, one song left? No? Okay. So we're just going to dismiss is what we're going to do. So we'll turn the lights up after I get done praying. And I just want to pray for your holiday. I want to pray for these kids. And, um, and I just want to pray, Lord, that, that we would just really see what the reason for the season is. And that's Jesus. Let's pray. Father God, thank you so much for just the love that you have for us. And we know, Father, that what happened long ago wasn't something that's just a story. And it's, it's not something that uh, should be taken lightly. It is, it is you coming into this world in a human form to do what we could not ever do for ourselves. That is to save us from our sins. Father, we thank you so much that these kids have helped us understand that that ancient story, that true story of you coming into the world is something that we can apply in an everyday situation. When we bring our offerings, when we talk to people along the road, when, when we um, share what we have with someone else in need, we are letting people know that Jesus was truly the Son of God. Father, we thank you so much for your love. We thank you for this season. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.